0: Now, you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And pride bets with my man, Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now, wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense,
1: and you sound silly as hell. I mean, where the fuck should I Really, even start. Destination Devi is officially partnering with Mojo, the sports stock market. And I know what you're wondering, what is Mojo? It's real simple.
0: Pick a stock, aka the player. You can invest in over 300 NFL players from the young rookies to the absolute superstars. Make your call. You think those players are going to be future Hall of Famers? Go long. If you think they're overrated and the bottom is going to fall out at any moment, short their ass to oblivion you can buy sell hold these player value stocks this ain't fantasy we got real stats real value and these player shares entitle you to a guaranteed payout based on career ending stats and the best part about mojo is it's non-stop No days off. No off-season. The share prices of players rise and fall constantly in real time. Turn your sports knowledge into real money with Mojo, the sports stock market. I don't even know what the f I I said, but I know the first part of this is good. Good! Good morning. 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 Good people. It is Friday, September the twenty third, twenty twenty two. Y'all decide to wake y'all is up, Ray G. And for that, we appreciate you being here. Put the sponsors on the bottom. Prizepix promo code. Wake up for a hundred dollar deposit match for first time depositors. They give it to you, baby. You want free money? Go to Prizepix. Use it. We're making money every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All that good stuff, but damn, baby, it's a good day to be here, man. I'm feeling good. Got football this weekend. Jay Rich, what's up, big dog? How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> you gonna let me in? I'm good. No, I'm I was, good. Uh, um, I was
0: waiting on you to say something. I was waiting on you to say something.
1: Oh, man, Fizzle got me dying in the background. He's got me. He's calling me DJ drama. I he wants that. me to hit him with the holiday season, holiday you know, season. With, holiday season drama. you know one of those yeah let me know if that was any good dj drama dj yeah. J. rich you know uh. i'm happy man the game game yesterday mm. was good um let me know about my dj drop skills i don't know if they're any good uh. i didn't get a chance to edit them this is just off the cuff
0: but yeah, okay i did what i could right. I, did right. I did what
1: i could for the people you know yeah uh. right here How
0: you doing? I'm good, man. Y'all saw uh, we partnered with Mojo. That's not the big announcement. That's just an announcement. Uh, but we partnered with Mojo. So we're going to be doing a, a stock market show over on the Mojo YouTube channel once a week. Uh, probably going to drop on Mondays, Jay Rich. It's a really cool product, man. Like I've been fucking yeah. around with it and it's really cool. And then for those of us who actually like, like dabbling in the market. It's just... I went to look at it this morning to look at what George Pickens' price was, Jay, and it said the market doesn't open until 9 a.m. Eastern time. And I was like, oh, oh. yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, you can't just go in there anytime. It's like an actual market. But, man, stay tuned for that. But we'll talk about... The Dynasty content, the new addition to the squad here after we get through the show. But yeah, let's talk Thursday Night Football real quick. The Browns and the Steelers, 29-17. Browns beat the Steelers. Uh, Jay, thoughts, quick takeaways from the show because we got a lot of ranks to get to today. We got a lot of ranks. A lot of ranks.
1: Uh, Cleet. Cleveland, probably a little bit better than I gave them credit for. Nick Chubb, really good. Uh Jacoby Brissett played phenomenally as far as I'm concerned, expectations. And the Steelers are bad. Like Deontay Johnson got a ton of targets, which I think we were all hoping for. Yeah. George Pickens broke Deontay the internet. Is and Deontay is out there dropping
0: passes, too. Deontay was out there dropping passes, man. The, dropping one
1: pass was really high. bad. One, he was kind of getting hooked a little bit. I'll give him He's a pass. Passes, but uh yeah, he dropped a pass. That's okay. I mean, when again, people can talk about the drops when you get eleven targets. Eight, I believe it was eight receptions, 86 yards. I'll take it, man. I'll take yeah. it. Um, man, yeah, he's like good.
0: morning he's, he's to good. the people, man. I got I to go back, man. Eric is in the building. Dynasty, Barry, Marlon, Cole, Kevin, Fizzle, Dollars, John, Joe, Lindsey, Mag, Ben Mason in the building. Alex is in the building. Just had to say good morning to some people, man. And y'all y'all know sometimes we be a little late. Just relax. We're going to start the stream. We ain't going to leave. We ain't going to do the show without you, man. You know we're going to give you that gas, baby. But um, yeah, like you said, I, I don't know what you said, but Cleveland played well. Reset David well. Njoku um, was
1: the one I didn't get to. But David Njoku. He's, he's the big one. Shut career up, yeah. high
0: in receptions last night. He had eight, used the big athletic tight end. Amari Cooper still very good at the game of football. Najee Harris yep. still running for his life. He is a grown man, but constantly running for his life. Cash the Najee unders every single week. Just in, in our rankings, man, we had him low. What do we have him as like RB17 this week on the week? He- it was pretty exactly low.
1: Exactly right. He was pretty low, though. Yeah, he was, yeah, pretty, he was low pretty low. low. Ranks no, this he was 14. 14. 14, 14 not too bad, not yeah, well, too bad. But he scored, right? He Again, scored. this is where we talked about it the other day. I don't even know if it he saved scored. you. I don't even know if it saved yeah. you. I mean. He was, what, 50 yards? 50 yards and, 50 and a score? Yards and a you touchdown. Know? 10 yeah. points or so because he yeah. got a couple passes? Not great, but, you know, this is what you expect from Najee. <clears throat> uh, flex viable, but not an RB2. Over under games before we see Kenny Pickett. Two and a half. I think you got to go under at two and a half. I think you got to. I don't think they make it through five. I don't know when their bye week is. I may. I'll see yeah, if I can that, that bye really week? Quickly, but. Uh,
0: Mitchell Trubisky, not very good, man. Not very good. Not very good. Not start good. late, is an
1: lead. understatement.
0: Joe said, Jesus. start late, leave late, right? Damn, Joe. There's shout, no, shout no kind to, of great.
1: mode, right? Uh, yeah. Mid Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky, and shout out out to Troy,
0: LQ, and Sam Holt, who came on the stream at halftime, man. So make sure y'all tap into TL Fantasy Tuesday nights, 6 uh, 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. They did a halftime show last night, really fun. They debated the George Pickens catch. Last one before we get to the ranks. Was George Pickens' grab better than Odell Beckham Jr.'s? Was that a better catch than OBJ versus the Dallas I don't think so either.
1: You don't think so? No, it wasn't. No. I, I think what I think what people are underestimating here is that George Pickens is an excellent ball tracker and how important ball tracking is. It wasn't that the catch to me was like
0: the catch was dope,
1: groundbreaking. Stop. Don't stop. it was a dope Don't catch. This I'm early. not I'm not trying to downplay it, but I mean like Beckham's catch is just it's way better yeah, in so many OBJ's different ways. Catch was um, but, as well. but George Pickens showcased why he's such an excellent ball tracker, and I think that's what he showed on that play more than yeah, anything else. His ability to contort his body and know exactly where the ball is going to be and make the play.
0: He's a beast. All right. Got the schedule pulled up. Let's get into the play. So we've got, uh, we use our projections. Shout out to to DFS and Donuts. uh, Mitch Carl over at MySparry. We use all of MySparry's engine and data. they got a 10,000 simulation model. We use that in conjunction with some of the computer shit that we have to build out some weekly projections um, for props, for fantasy. We're looking at fantasy score today. So what's what's the setup? What are we looking at? It's just, I guess, standard PPR, four point per yeah. So it's the only thing is
1: four point per passing touchdown yep. is is what people need to know. The rest is just straight PPR. Um, no rushing bonuses, no tight end premium. We're giving you the bare bones ranks, right, to give you the most analysis possible. Baseline, tailor these ranks to your league, right? And then baseline,
0: baby. What do you want to start with? What position do you want to start with, Jay? Do you want to run through the quarterbacks? You I want think to just the go through the top twelve quarterbacks slate. for the week and then talk about who's in, who's yeah. out, who belongs based on the projections. Let's go. Let's go. Top twelve quarterbacks on the week. PPR, four point per passing touchdown leagues, fantasy points, projections right here. So on the week at QB 12, we've got Kirk Cousins. The Vikings play. Who does Minnesota play this week? Uh, who Detroit, play, they're, Detroit. They're at home against Detroit. At home against Detroit. Should see some points in there. Got Kirk Cousins projected for 17.92 points. He's QB 12. Kyler Murray here tied with Jared Goff at QB 10 and 11 with 18.6 points. The the Arizona Cardinals. I think Kyler's matchup is pretty tough this week. The, He's Rams. Got the Rams, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Jared Goff. We talked about him versus the Vikings. Could be a sneaky shootout type game. Joe Burrow here at nine with eighteen point nine four projected fantasy points. Tua coming off of that six-touchdown game, projected as QB8. Yolo Wentz here at seven. Jalen Hurts, QB6. Matthew Stafford should light up the Cardinals here at QB5. Justin Herbert, is uh, they said he's going to be okay, right? He's out there throwing the ball in practice. He's got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should have a good game versus Jacksonville. Patty Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen round out the top three. Jay, what names stick out to you? These are our projections. What names stick out to you that are absent? Who should not be up here? Where are you at with our top twelve quarterback rankings this week? No, Russell West, no, Russell Westbrook, Rus- Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook slash Russell Wilson, same guy. Uh, where are we at? Troy says Jalen Hurts should be top five. I mean, shit, he's right there at six. I man. kind
1: I'm of, like I kind of agree with that though. So to Troy's point, I think the biggest over-projection that we have on the slate is probably Justin Herbert um, at home against the Jaguars, favored by seven points. I just don't expect a ton from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still expecting Keenan Allen to potentially be back as well, right? which could be a bolster to the offense. But again, it comes down to like Justin Herbert. We saw him on Thursday Night Football. He did not look healthy. He did not look good. He made plays, don't get me wrong. But I don't know if we want to put him quite in the top five. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of with Troy there. I think that Jalen Hurts probably should be in the top five. You know, Wentz against Philly, little revenge game. We'll see. Then you have Tua up against Buffalo. So he should have a, a very positive game script in that regard. You know, Murray could maybe be outside the top 12, Ray. I'm not sure where you are with that, but he's got that upside and then you have Derek Carr versus Tennessee is kind of at 13, so kind of lurking in the background, potentially a guy who could come in the top 12 um, if he really lights up Tennessee. But again, a team that might just run the ball, unfortunately. Where are you at with these ranks? Is anybody else that you kind of disagree with there?
0: I mean, if uh, I know some people are like, oh, Hertz should be three, or this person should be two, or this person should be six. But if you really look at the scoring, I mean, the difference between Hurts and what's that? Mahomes, it's two points. So, you know, it's four yeah. points per passing touchdown. It's this these are the numbers that the computer gave us, right? So um I think they're okay. Uh I do like the big bold call that I like is Jared Goff's playing good football, man. Like, none of us are expecting yep. him to be some savior for the long term. But when you've got DeAndre Swift that you can get the ball to, when they are still trying to take their deep shots to a DJ Chark, when Amon's Ross St. Brown is producing at the efficient clip that he is, and Jared Goff, you know what he's not doing? is turning the ball over right now, right? Yep. And versus Minnesota, who just— Right, Jalen Hurts went out there and just Got looked, slapped. just looked like an absolute neurosurgeon dissecting yeah. that defense and slicing it up. Um, I think there could be a lot of points in this one. I'm pretty sure the implied
1: game total for that one is quite high as well on the on the books. 52.5 over under. And Ray, another point about the Lions games. The Lions games are averaging seventy two and a half points total amongst both teams so far this season through two weeks the highest amongst any two teams like any team in the NFL so the Lions are playing in the highest scoring games of the NFL right now and they got another one in Minnesota Minnesota scores more points at home and like you mentioned the 52 point over under the only one that even comes close is the Bills Miami Dolphins matchup and again that's because of the Bills right yep. so yeah we do expect a lot of points in this one and that's points. why Jared Goff's in the top 10 people may be like what the hell is Jared Goff doing there but he's Score. He's points. scoring like a top ten quarterback, and it's a game that could see a lot of points. So definitely deserves to be in that top ten.
0: Fifty two half points, man. I'm I'm following the money. I'm following the money. A lot of people talking about Russell Wilson. Until Russ does anything, I can't. I'm not put Russ. Nathaniel and he's got Hackett, San Francisco
1: this week, right?
0: Nathaniel Hackett and the Denver Broncos look a mess. Uh, Jerry Judy's hurt. Russell Wilson's yep. not playing well. They can't call plays. They can't manage the clock. I got to see it from Russ. I don't give a fuck about his name. I need to see you producing it. Right now, he's not producing. There we go. Top 12
1: quarterbacks. What do you want to get into next, Jay? I mean, we're talking about the biggest game of the week as far as points are concerned. So I always go straight to the RB one on our no, projections. No, no, no. Which, we're not gonna
0: go, we're not gonna go RB one. We're, we're not going to thirteen through
1: twenty-four. We're not going RB one yet. Oh. We gotta oh. there's gotta be
0: some God, intrigue you know, here. Slow your slow your roll, baby. Slow your roll. Let's look at our RB's thirteen through twenty four. So at RB twenty four, AJ Dillon. At RB twenty two and twenty three, we've got a tie between Damian Harris and James Conner. We'll see how they do. Both of them projected for twelve point two five points. This is PPR. Michael Carter here at RB twenty one. Dalvin Cook all the way down at twenty. Javonta Williams nineteen. David Montgomery eighteen. Miles Sanders RB seventeen on the week. J Rob RB sixteen. Derrick Henry falling from grace. RB fifteen. Najee Harris. How many points did Najee score last night? I think we were pretty damn close. To this one, Jay. Uh, 14, uh, 14.4 points. Him and Derrick Henry right there. And then Cordero Patterson at RB13. What did Najee score last night? Do you know? Does anybody know what I, Najee I honestly,
1: scored? I honestly don't know. I don't have Najee on any of my teams. So I'm, I'm not too no sure. You no Najee Harris? No, man. You know me. I F them picks. I don't got any. I don't got no guys that can go in the Harris, top five. Man, all right. I all know, right. It's damn shame. Everybody's like, Dalvin so, Cook. Talk about Dalvin. Yeah, at 20, man. Well... Okay, Ray, can we get into some philosophy here? Because quickly, I think that this idea of getting Justin Jefferson the ball at all costs is really hurting the entire I'm hearing a lot of people say that, man. Like they're talking about how, okay, he's in all these different sets, but that means everybody else is in these different sets. You got Adam Thielen, who is a talented wide receiver. Playing and running routes outside, and if he's not if he's not there anymore to where he can win outside, why is he playing outside? KJ Osborne is a player who isn't winning outside, but he's playing outside because they have to get Justin Jefferson in the slot so they can get him the ball. And you see the ramifications of it. And the the Dalvin Cook thing is weird. I don't think it's going to be the norm. Like we saw that Philly ran really well against Detroit. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm not overly concerned, but. Again, his usage is questionable, and when there's just such a concerted effort to get Judge Jefferson the ball at all costs, I think it's hurting everybody else in the offense, and I think Kirk Cousins has complete tunnel vision, and maybe that's the coaching staff to blame, but through two weeks, it does not seem like it's been a good thing. When it went really well against the Packers, they smashed, and they played really well. When everything went wrong, they looked horrible, and I think there's no in-between right now, so I'm seeing what they look like overall.
0: You know, it's it's interesting, man. One of the things that I've really learned, man, especially the fact that we are so much into betting now, Jay, is sometimes you see a number or a projection or a matchup, and the name doesn't fit the narrative, right? The name, you, yeah. you see the name, and you're like, this is such a good player. There's no way this player could go out here and be bad, right? And then you look at the data, and I'm just using well, the Justin yeah. Jefferson splits, right, indoor, outdoor, yeah. home, and away, and if we would have gone into last week and say, you know, like based on our projections, like Justin Jefferson isn't a top wide receiver, right? It's like, you're going to play him. Like there's there's no doubt. We're not telling you not to play Dalvin Cook, but this is based on a bunch of shit, right? This is what he's Career projected. data, like, man. And man. J- Jefferson did not perform. And that doesn't mean he ain't good. It's just sometimes there's matchups. Every These players ain't going to smash every week. So when you're just looking at a week-to-week game, I mean, you got to take a confluence of factors into it, but um, yeah, I don't, I mean, the only one that I'm looking at, and I'm, I said all that, and I'm just like, ah, it still seems low for Dalvin Cook at 20, but it is what it is, baby. Let's go to the top 12. What, did you
1: have something else to say? Go ahead, John. I was, I was going to say the only guy that I think has a lot of upside compared to the rest of that group, really, is um David Montgomery. David Montgomery is a guy that I think, you know, they're playing Houston this week, They're not playing a really good team by any stretch. So I think, you know, there's a world where he maybe could have a good game, had a great game against the Packers as well. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's really the only one. The rest, you know, there are a lot of plotters, touchdown-dependent guys. I expect them to kind of all be in this range. But I think Montgomery's a guy that could get some work done. Javante's the one that everyone wants to be higher, but I get why he's in that range.
0: Yeah. All right, let's go. Top 12. And you laughed at me because I had DeAndre Swift as my RB1 this week. And then we put it in the numbers. It came out as DeAndre Swift is RB1. So at 12, we've got Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt here at 11, 15.47. Clyde edwards helaire 15 points. Antonio Gibson, RB9. Austin Eckler, 8. Aaron Jones, 7. CMC, 6. Saquon Barkley, 5. Nick Chubb, 4. Mixon, JT, and DeAndre Swift. Chubb had a good game last night. I believe he had a buck thirty yes. something, buck twenty something, and a touchdown. A touchdown. So Nick Chubb, I don't know what he ended up with last night in PPR leagues, but I'm pretty sure this was pretty good. I think we're pretty much yeah. He'd be right around. He was right
1: around twenty points.
0: Right around twenty points. So good. I feel good about that one. But I got Swizzy at one man. We just talked about the over under in that game versus Minnesota Philadelphia was able to do whatever they wanted and the Detroit Lions are a good football team they're playing well I'm fine with DeAndre Swift over JT this week man I mean it's, it's one and two right those are two guys you're starting both of those guys when you're talking about the upside upside play when I lay when I put my stuff in there before we even ran the model Jay who did I have as RB1 on the week for week three? you you had Swift and I, I laughed Swift, at you I literally put it in the notes
1: I was like Swift RB1 LOL with the laughing yes you laughed, at me. Face. Yeah, you yeah, laughed at me when
0: I had Swift as RB1 on the week but that's where I'm so, at I'm following the game script I'm following the money and the pe- yeah. and the player man he's going to get his opportunities in the receiving game and on the ground like DeAndre Swift is my RB1 on this week man
1: so my only concern with Swift and I, I just want to get your opinion on this right is is the usage and it's not that he's not he gets great utilization of receptions versus rushes, but he's been breaking a lot of big plays, right? And that's obviously been really raising his value. Do you think that we should be expecting this weekly from DeAndre Swift? Because as you can see, two points projected over JT. JT does have Kansas City, which should be pretty tough. And then he, I'm praying to God, Michael Pittman comes back because we saw the absence about him. And then Joe Mixon has the Jets. So obviously a very favorable matchup. He should be able to run the ball pretty well. We know he's catch passes out of the backfield. But again, you know, you see DeAndre Swift up there at one, with that, you know, almost two or a full two points ahead of Jonathan Taylor, do you agree with that? Or do you think the usage is, you know, a lot of big plays man, probably man. needs a touchdown to really get there?
0: Point is that right there, right? Like, it, it, it's right there. Do I, do I, am I just like, this is what they're going to score. I saw somebody say Kareem Hunt only had nine. He stopped at the one yard line. He scores that touchdown. Yeah. What does he have? 15 right on the money. I mean, yeah. I, nothing is for certain, but. Process over result. The process is right. He was at, in at the one-yard line. He had 60-something yards. Tackled at the one. He gets in the end zone with 15 points. Like, I feel good about it. Like, I feel I feel great about it. Um, As far as DeAndre Swift and Jonathan, everybody in here, everybody in this top 12, you're starting every last one of those guys. Even CEH. You're starting everybody in this list. You should feel good if you say have these players. Clyde's the one about- you're like, oh, is he top 12? Is he top? Is Gibson top 12? You're starting all of them. I don't know if he's going to finish <laughs> top 12, but here's the thing. Uh, so far on the season, Jay, go look at the top 12 running backs from week one and then look at the top 12 running backs from week two. All shuffled. Just no repeats. Get- yeah. JT in it for the first week, not in it in week two. D- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dalvin Cook in there for week one, not in there week two. So, like it's just so far the variance with these running backs so far early this season has been kind of Aaron Jones not in there week one destroyed it in yeah. week two like you just just go down the list, baby. go down the list of of these backs Joe Mixon week one he's in there. he's twenty seven touches and touchdowns and receptions week two can't can't find any, any 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 room versus Dallas. So I feel good about it. I love Swift at one on the week. that's our call. that's my yeah. call. DeAndre Swift, top running back on the board. Um, I'm excited to see Saquon Barkley. Hopefully, he can get you loose on Dallas a little bit. I got some Saquon. Not too loose, but get a little loose on the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Did you hear the interview with Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones with Matt Harmon the other day? And Aaron Jones and Eckler were like, yo— we're trying. We want to score for fantasy managers. Like, Aaron Jones yeah. is like, bruh, they didn't give me the ball in week one. Like, I'm trying. I'm, like, it, it was just an interesting dialogue between Matt Harmon sitting there just listening and Eckler and Austin and, and Aaron Jones are just talking about, like, oh, we know we want to score. We, we want the help ball out yeah. these fantasy managers. And then Aaron Jones is like, fantasy gamers forget defensive guys get paid a lot of money, too, to stop us. Like, it's not just air. offense on, on thin air, right? It's it's defense is getting played a lot, too. It's just an interesting piece, man. But there go the top tw- our top 12 projected running backs on the week. Uh, no Travis Etienne in here. Yes, Antonio Gibson is a no. top 10 running back for this week. 100%. How could you fade uh, Antonio Gibson right now, man? He's getting the opportunity. I know he didn't have a ton of rushing yards last week, but he's the guy, right? We saw McKissick get a little more involved, right? Maybe they try to integrate him a little more in the passing game. That's where we really want to see Gibson get that ball, throw it to him, man. Damn, throw him the damn ball, man. All right. All right those are the top 12 running backs. Let's go to wide receivers, 25 through 36, Jay. Let's look at our top 36. Somebody said, was Daryl Henderson in there? No. Where was, where was Hendo No, at? he
1: was pretty far. He was t- actually right at 25. So He's at 25, not, so not, not, he just not, missed
0: the cut. Yeah. He just missed the cut. Big Hendo just missed the cut. All right. All right, wide receivers th- 36 through 25. We've got Brandon Cooks, Corey Davis, T. Higgins. Ah, here go the people pissed off. T. Higgins at 34. Hollywood Brown, Curtis Samuel, Jacoby Myers, Shawty B, Deontay Johnson in his 11.62 points. How many did Deontay score last night? I think he had right at 12. I think Deontay had no, right.
1: No, he would have been at like 16. He was 8 for he had, 86. Okay, at
0: 8. Okay, I thought last I saw he had 6 for 63. So he ended up getting some garbage time uh at, in that final drive. yeah. yeah. Tyler Lockett, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster, Terry McLaurin, and Keenan Allen at 25. Talk to me, Jay. What's up? Somebody said 16 and um, 4 PPR for Deontay.
1: Yeah, so Keenan obviously is the guy that you're looking at like, oh, man, I don't know how much do they really need him. Um, I will quickly go through the notable omissions. Elijah Moore is not in here. Drake London, we both expect to be in the list, yep. and he's not. Um, CeeDee Lamb was didn't quite make the list either. Then yep. you got obviously Jerry Judy not CD's in Brandon IU, awful. Michael so Thomas. here. has yeah. been I'm Michael Thomas fan. against Carolina, 50. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I think the biggest guy that I want to I will probably rise is Curtis Samuel. You know, like as much as as much as I don't think he should be projected for like 15 points, he's been playing so well, getting you know double digit targets every week. I think he's in a world where he has a lot of upside here. You look at Juju, and I'm like, I want to believe in Juju, not quite seeing it Rashad Bateman everyone's like he's got to be higher but again people need to understand the efficiency for Rashad Bateman has been insane is he going to continue this week we'll see um outside of that though right I, I kind of like the list you know Terry McLaurin we don't know what to expect from him we expect a lot but he's not getting the volume versus compared to Curtis Samuel Brandon Cooks though up against Chicago this week could this be the week that Brandon Cooks finally gets loose for like 100 touchdowns? touchdown
0: could be man and I think people got to understand, like. These ain't the names, but what has CD done this year? Like, and you're still gonna start him. Like, here's the thing: you drafted yeah. him high, you're still gonna start him. But damn, I I took an over 1,200 yards for CD Lamb on the season, of futures bet, and I was looking at like the little progress bar, and it's like 29 yards, and I kept refreshing it, and I'm like, <laughs> this, what, like, go look up how many yards CD has on the season for me, just right. I just I need to make sure that the this this thing is not off. Tell me, it's gotta how be many like hundred. It's not a hundred. There's no way CD because, has hundred
1: yards on the season. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, he's got hundred. He's got 104. 104 he yards. Sef- he had seventy-five last game, uh, but he only one. had twenty-nine game one. Twenty,
0: yeah, that's what it was. Twenty-nine in game one. Twenty-nine in game one. Seventy-five. Yeah. CD should be in here, man. But that motherfucker got to get twenty-two it together, targets baby. though. Twenty-two. He's targets got, he's got two the targets. He's, he's not. He's just not converting. Yeah. It's you know, it's Cooper yeah. Rush. It's a little bit of shitty Dak Prescott in week one. The targets are there, man, but. Come oh, on, but, but I mean,
1: Ray, realistically, you'd take seven, like seven for 75 for a CD this week against the Giants, like 11 yeah. targets. seven. For, if you give you the same thing, you you should be happy You'll because it, but when Jack went down, you. That's, that's 14 points, 14 and a half points. You know, what's he projected for? Like 10. Right. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. you take it. I think you take it.
0: Uh, all right. Let's go 13 through 24. And we got Amari Cooper, man. Highlighted Amari. He had a big game last night, had him at wide receiver 13. That looks good. Uh, There goes Cooks again. So you got Cooks in here twice. Uh, Corey Davis. T, okay, hold on, Jay. I think you messed up the list. Look at this, Jay. I messed up the list? You fucking messed up the list. I thought something looked off. There we go. You messed up the list, Jay.
1: Come on. Oh, I did mess up the list. You did. Oh, you man. You 100% Here we messed go. up the
0: list. You met- all right. Let me give you the, every give week, you the list. <laughs> every week, y'all. y'all this dude has one job. It was late. It was late. He has one okay, job. The, Jay, the, the you list have is... one.
1: I know. It's all you because you one fucked job. this up. This is Jay All right. So- Back to the twenty-four through thirty-six. It was Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Judas Smith, Schuster, Jarvis Landry, Nelson Aguilar, yuck. Adam Thielen, Cortland Sutton, DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, and Sterling Shepard. That's, that's you your continue to go. 36. You've screwed this up. Now let's go. So okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what we like. Uh, Adam Thielen could be in tune for a big game. I think finally they will get him the ball. Nelson Aguilar against Baltimore. No, thank you. Uh, DK Metcalf, though, against Atlanta, I think we could see a breakout game from DK, so definitely look out for that. Garrett Wilson versus Cincy. That's a tough one for me, Ray, because him no, versus Elijah Moore me. is going to be a all, very I'm contentious Don't issue. rate me. I'm yeah, on I know mute. you're on You're not on mute, but it's, it's Drake London needs to be in the 36. He's not there, but he's going to get there this week. I believe in him. Um, he has a, another good matchup against the Seahawks. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. They go, but Go to the 24 now. Go back to the 24. I think, I think we're good. I think we got it. I think we got it handled. You, you there? You there? There you go. Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, Gabe, oh man, Gabe Davis up there just, I don't know. Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Jacoby Myers, Curtis Samuel, Marquise, Hollywood, Brown, T. Higgins, Corey Davis, and Brandon Cooks at 24. Ray, where are you at with these guys? Where are you at with them? I don't like Tyler Lockett being that high. I think the matchup is good, but I mean, DK is all the way down at 33. Lockett's at 16. It's only a difference of three points, but I'm just, I'm not there. I am just not there. I I think the biggest problem for me is that I want to believe in Hollywood, but he just hasn't been good enough. And is he going to get it done against the Rams this week? Like, do you think that Hollywood's going to get like 11 targets, score a touchdown, all this stuff? Like, I just, I'm not there. And Corey Davis is the other one. Um, He scored that massive touchdown, 13 points though, top 24. I think he's going to be outside the 24 personally.
0: Corey Davis has been good in back-to-back weeks, and if the Jets are in a negative game script again versus the Cincinnati Bengals, which I expect Cincinnati to just... just I expect them to just run all over and pass all over them. They don't have a secondary. They don't have a good pass rush. And you know when Joe Burrow does... When Joe Burrow has time, um, he can just pick you apart, right? So I expect the Bengals to just smash them, which would put... The Jets in a situation where they're forced to just throw the ball, and then Joe Flacco, for as old as he is, can still sling the ball all over the field. I don't mind Corey Davis inside the top 24. We only got him projected for 13 fantasy points, which is about right for Corey Davis. He goes out there and catches five, gets a, a long pass, the 60 yards. He's right there at 11, and maybe a couple of additional passes in there. I, I don't mind Corey Davis inside the top 24. Curtis Samuel is the one where I saw it, and I'm like, no way. And then you start looking at what he's done so far this season— I mean, yeah. he's been pretty good been for so the commanders. Good. I see Mike Anderson saying Corey Davis is legit. Corey Davis is like in his role. He's, he's a good complimentary piece, right? He's no one. They paid him to be a one. They said, this isn't going to work. Let's go find some other receivers. But in his role, he's been really good is that. Second, third option for Joe Flacco. He's a big body. People aren't paying attention to him. So I don't hate it. 13 points for Curtis Samuel. Jacoby Myers playing really good football as well. Getting tons of targets, of targets. from Mac Jones. Um, Shoddy B, Rashad Bateman here, Lamar Jackson's top target. There goes Deontay. He had 16, and we had him projected for 14. So I uh, feel really good about that. I see a lot of people saying Gabe Davis. Yeah, if Gabe Davis doesn't play, he's not going to be here, right? If he doesn't play, he's not here. But you're talking about one of the fastest paced offenses in the NFL. They're going to score a ton of points. So there's going to be opportunity for Gabriel Davis to do his damn thing. And then I felt good about having Amari Cooper here at 13, even though he vastly outperformed his projections of 14.8 points, having him damn near as a top 12 wide receiver makes me feel good about the process. So let's dive into the top 12 wide receivers. Here we go. Jalen Waddell at 12, A.J. Brown at 11. If Michael Pittman Jr. plays, there he is right there at 10. Christian Kirk, an unusual suspect, but the targets are there, the yards are there, and the involvement has been there from week one. That's why they paid the man. Debo Samuel reunited with Jimmy Garoppolo at 8. Jamar Chase at wide receiver 7, projected for 19.27 points. I think he'll score a little bit more than that versus the Jets. Tay Adams getting right after his two reception week last week. Ty Freak up here at five at 22 points. Stephon Diggs, you cannot keep Diggs down. Amon, Ra, St. Brown at wide receiver three on the week. Justin Jefferson at two. And there's only one wide receiver one, and that is Cooper Cup. We know this. That is what he does. That is what he is. He is the one every single week. Just pencil him in for 10 receptions and 100 yards and a touchdown every single week. Those are his projections. 10 for 100 plus and one with upside. Talk to me about the top 10.
1: So, I mean, Christian Kirk just feels like that picture that you see people use in memes of the clown with all the military members. Um, not that he doesn't deserve to be there, but it's just you don't picture him as that one, but he's playing like it, right? And he's got touchdown upside. Like I was right. I'm curious what you think of this combo. I was talking to some of the patients in the Heisman chat, and he reminds me of kind of like a slightly more explosion, explosive version of prime Jarvis Landry when he was on the Dolphins and they were terrible, but he was getting a ton of targets. But the rest of the guys, man, like I don't know how these guys are going to fall out. People could say Jalen Waddle because he's not the one, but I'm pretty sure between him and Tyree Hill, they have like a 65% yeah, target share. Insane. So they are both going to be just fine. AJ Brown as the one, maybe he falls off a little bit because again, they may not need him that much in this matchup against Washington, but no, we'll see. I, you know, I, I think don't think so. You I can think make... they're going to need him. Uh, Washington can
0: score. You can say what you want about their defense, but Washington can score. They're going to need – it's going to be a nice affair. And I bet you if you look at the total for that game, it's, it's probably up there close to 50 as well.
1: Who do you think is going to be wide receiver one this week? Are, you, are you all it's in on Cup. on
0: Cup? Cooper Cup. It's because, you know, you can make Cooper the case Cup.
1: for Jefferson – Right, you make Cup. the case for Jefferson against Cooper Detroit. Cup. You can you make the case for your boy Amon-Ra in a really good game script, and then obviously Diggs, who was I'm pretty sure he was wide receiver one last week with his three touchdowns. I'm pretty um, sure. I think all those guys got shot. Us any
0: language, one. German, Spanish, French, uh, whatever language, Cooper Cup's name is still the same. Cooper Cup, wide receiver one. It's Cooper Cup,
1: number one projected player on the week per the projection system. Yes. And I get it, man. He's he's fucking good.
0: Yeah, it's Cooper Cup, and Amon Ra is a name that is kind of an unusual suspect, but he's playing like an elite wide receiver right now. He is getting the targets, he's converting, and then those moments where he gets a carry here or there, or two two rush attempts— you know, that's, that's more opportunity to score points. And then this isn't factoring in any in, 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 in crazy bonuses you may have for first downs or long receptions or long run. Yeah. I love it. Again, versus the Minnesota Vikings who were just throttled by Philadelphia. I love it, man. I love it. Those are the top 12 wide receivers. And, yes, Cooper Cup is the one. Could Diggs be ahead of him? Could he finish ahead? Sure. Uh, Justin Jeff- Find me some ranks that they just won through whatever are just – boom, 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 boom. This is how it plays out, right? So, yeah, Cooper Cup is the one. There's no more swear jar. I don't even care about that anymore. If people <laughs> don't want to hear it. Cover your ears. That's just how I talk. Um. All right. Where are we at? Tight ends? I, I guess. I I almost even make the graphic for it because I was like, I, tight I'm ends. almost I'm scared it's- to put it up. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Top 12 tight ends on the... Oh, my gosh. This just looks disgusting. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Just Mark gross. Andrews, number one. No Travis Wait Kelsky, a minute. Darren no Waller. Kyle Pitts. Why would Kyle Pitts be on the list? Do you want me to? I, I honestly don't remember where he was. He even he is tight end eighteen on our projection system up against Seattle this week. Six point six two fantasy points. Squeezed uh, between OJ Howard and Noah Fant. Uh, that's that's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we're hearts. at. I, I keep trying to tell you. It's not looking good. I knew this was it's coming. It's not looking good.
0: You had me. The matchup this is, is good, though. This had me sad, man. This I this had me sad. Let's just talk through it. At 12, we got Tyler Conklin. At 11, Dalton Schultz, who's probably not going to play. And if he gets, doesn't play, hopefully we can bump Pitts up, right? TJ Hawkinson, Logan Thomas, Gerald Everett, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz at tight end six. Pat Fryermuth at five. Tyler Higby, Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey, and Mark Andrews nothing at the top I'm fine Kelsey Andrews flip-flop on Waller whatever yep. Tyler Higby's getting the targets think four is a little
1: high the Muth didn't do anything last night did he hey don't disrespect him he was second on the team in receiving yards <sighs> man yeah it's, bet yeah. you didn't know that I did not know that <laughs> I, I did not know that but er- I did for Zach Ertz and Dallas got it for sure yeah him. Zach Ertz Absolutely.
0: um I love it man he had 11 targets last week and He's developing that that same type of chemistry that he had with Kyler Murray last year after being traded midseason. Dallas Goddard, I would actually bump him up a little bit. Gerald Everett, I like it for Everett at 8. Logan Thomas seems to be getting the targets right. He's miraculously healthy. TJ Hawkinson, Mm -hmm. no way. Ugh, I just don't like it. But 52-point over-under game, maybe this is an opportunity for TJ Hawkinson to get more involved. We talk about Dalton Schultz probably not going to play. I know he didn't practice yesterday for Dallas dealing with that knee injury. So Schultz probably not starting him. We'll know for sure. Probably today or, you know, Sunday when the inactives drop and Tyler Conklin. Yep. But yeah, Jay, the, the big omission, it sucks, man. Um, here's the thing. I still think you're start. You, you are, it's not even a thought. You're still starting him. You are still starting. Do you want starting. me to give you some hope? I can you're give you a little starting bit of hope. Kyle Pitts, right? Like, you're still stuck. Yeah, you have yes. to. So yes.
1: to give you a little bit of hope, right, and David Njoku was tight end 23 in our ranking or in the projection system. Well, no and obviously he went Nobody out and smashed, right? Yeah. So maybe there's hope for Kyle Pitts after all. I'm just just saying, you know, Evan yeah, Ingram was no, also tied in 13. So, so if, if, if Solskjaer didn't play, Ingram was the next guy.
0: And Joku to have a career night, man. It, you know, he and and they made was a like, lot, of, lot of money off of that. They were looking at him. Boom, boom, boom. boom and Joku. And that, that's good. I can't wait for Watson to get back and, and utilize him. But no Kyle Pitts here. You're still starting them. Um, she's yeah, been you don't really got a choice start to the season uh, for Kyle Pitts, for fantasy managers who drafted Kyle Pitts early Expecting that difference maker. I mean, I'm just asking you the question. People, I want to know. Is this more early season trend? Or do you think this is going to be the norm for Pitts
1: moving forward, Jay? Norm for the season or norm period? Norm for the season. for the season. I think it will be, yeah. Not necessarily the down weeks, but the up and down nature of his performances, right? We've seen that Drake london has been consistent. Kyle Pitts has been awful. Now, of course, we don't expect that all season, but I think we should expect ups and downs, right? He is at best, you know, a bottom five tight end, right? Or not bottom five in the league, but bottom five of the top 10. If you have a top five, like he's not in the top five, he's not consistent. He's one of those bottom five to, Twelve guys who can have top five weeks, can have top ten weeks, but Ugh. it's very inconsistent at times. And so, I just don't think we can project him to be a top five, top six, maybe even top seven <sighs> tight end going forward. Like, would you put him ahead of Dallas Goddard every week? I don't. You know, like right now, I don't think. Don't think so. you can do that. Uh,
0: right now, I don't think. Right. So. I, I think I'm I'm, it, I'm it, rolling it, with with Goddard over over Pitts. Like, if you had Goddard in Pitts, you've got to bench Pitts for Goddard. You have
1: to. Yeah. You so where to. is that cutoff point? Just like just for fun, would you say it's Dalton Schultz? Because I think you'd start Pitts over T.J. Hawkinson, yes, yes, probably over Logan Thomas. Yes. But Dalton Schultz is a guy that we would elevate probably a little no,
0: bit. No, healthy Dalton Schultz, maybe. I mean ask you, yeah, yeah, healthy Dalton Ab- Schultz. Right now, you got more faith in Gerald Everett or Kyle Pitts.
1: I think that question does come down to Keenan Allen a little bit. Um, okay. If Keenan Allen was is in the lineup, I think that I would start Kyle Pitts. I think that's more reasonable. But if he's not, then definitely you have to start Gerald Everett for sure. But Gerald Everett has been heavily involved. I think just without Keenan, he gets a little bit more work. And I think if he if Keenan is back, him and Pitts could be more similar as far as range of outcomes are concerned.
0: Man, the chat is is lighting up. Arthur Smith, man, and uh, our bro yeah. Joe is saying, "All right, is so who is it? Is it?" It can't be Drake is bad for Pitts, Arthur Smith is bad for Pitts. Everyone's bad for Pitts. What about Pitts? Everyone, everyone is every, it's it's everybody else's problem, but Pitts, right? It's Mariota, it's Drake Lennon, it's Arthur Smith. I'm just I'm just asking. Like, I mean, damn, man. This is two years in a row. He's been a little he he had a great season last year. Thousand This is my guy. Me and Ryan Lopes yeah. were saying Kyle Pitts 101 in the rookie drafts. So this is our guy. But I mean what, what, you know, it's everyone's fault so, but him.
1: The The biggest thing is, I forget, wish I could credit him, because I think it was Mike Clay who talked about it, and he watched the full game talking mm-hmm. about was Pitts the first read, right? Yeah. And is he actually getting open? And it seems like it's a bit of both. He's not a first read on too many plays, and he's not necessarily getting open when he is. And so I think part of the reason why Pitts is a tough projection a lot of times is like, he's still facing guys that are probably a little bit more talented than he should be going against, right? Like, as talented as he is, teams aren't afraid to throw a cornerback on him. They're not afraid to throw a very talented coverage safety on him. They're not putting linebackers on him because they know that he's going to beat them, and I think that makes Kyle Pitts's job a lot more difficult. When you're a guy who plays, you know, I think he's, what was he playing, like 80% of his snaps out, like out wide last yeah, season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80%, yeah. So, at that point, they know, like, you're not out there to block so why would they have a linebacker on you why would they have a linebacker on you in coverage and then that makes the job more difficult you look at drake london a guy who's used to beating cornerbacks now not necessarily nfl caliber cornerbacks but he showed his ability in college in the pac 12 and it's obviously playing out now in the nfl so we shouldn't be that surprised that pitts projection when he was solo obviously Man. got all the work without calvin ridley now there's someone else in town who's getting that work and he's not even getting looks which sucks but this is i don't know if it's really going to change that much uh, but against Man. seattle he he has no excuses Like, this is a team that can be beat, and he should be able to beat them. And I hope he gets involved.
0: So is this going to – are we going to need a coaching – this season, this is what we just got to expect, right? It's going to be volatile because the same way he went for broke week one and week two, he could blow up this week. But looks like you're going to be a little frustrated. And I agree. I saw somebody – I think it was Joe – who said Ertz, Andrews, Kelsey – and she had somebody else in there is like the top four. Um at least Waller. At, Andrews, at least Waller, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddard, you know, you want those guys over Kyle Pitts. I wholeheartedly agree. So there we go. Most people, hey, they just give you their ranks and they shut up. They just posted. We got to engage with y'all a little bit. Some we like, some y'all don't like, some we don't like, some y'all like. So just how we do things, right? We like to engage with y'all and Man, we're not—you know—we're not saying we're the best here. But damn, this is what our model said. No, damn really it, we're, we're the best. We're the I don't best. I know about that, but you know, we know we're talking you know. about when it comes to football, but. There go the ranks. So we went through quarterbacks, top 12 quarterbacks, top 12 tight ends. Not going any deeper than that. If you're diving in the, the deep dive, I guess you can go get Kyle Pitts outside. Your boy, top 12.
1: Hayden Hurst. Hayden 14. Hurst. I'm a big Looking good fan. against the Jets. I like
0: Hayden Hurst this week. I like Hayden Hurst every week, honestly, versus the Jets. I really think this is going to be a get-right game for Cincinnati, man. I think they're going to throw the ball all over the field. <laughs> Bro, imagine if they don't. I don't know if Sauce is in or out know know He got hurt last week, came back in. That's but a good question. No Sauce Gardner. Uh, wheels up, Jamar chasing t higgins for sure man but let's get to some dynasty news man uh no problem james no problem ranks are a lot of work man it's a lot of work and what we like to do is just talk through it like we're transparent with our shit let's talk through the good the bad and the ugly let's let's answer these super chats real quick man let's answer these super chats real quick here we go here we go brandon rarely up this early but appreciate it ray and jay for this content Wish me luck in Vegas. Appreciate you tapping in, Brandon, and good Thank luck you, in my hometown, Las Vegas. Go Raiders, baby. Go Raiders. Here we go. James Conner is in the building. Uh, James Conner, J. O'Connor <laughs> is in the building. Sell my 23 first, 7 through 10 for DJ Moore.
1: Oh, man. Ray. Oh, man. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it, man. Yeah, I just, DJ I Moore DJ is more.
0: Tough. I'd rather DJ Moore than that. Than just that stuck in Carolina. In that forever. seven to ten range, right now, if you got to make the pick, let's assume super flex, PPR, nothing crazy, no tight end premium. You're looking at Will Levis. You're looking at Zach Evans, Sean Tucker, Jordan Addison, Caseon Boutte, maybe Probably, JSN. Yeah maybe yeah, richardson maybe. if he declares which i don't think he does <laughs> he declares. i take dj more over all of them right um you tell me that 12 seven- targets
1: six receptions 86 oh, yards man. one touchdown i know consistent dude's got the same amount of work both weeks but he did score last week that's the only difference oh man barry said give me the first ever- oh first first first
0: i'm taking more too james i think i'm still taking dj more but um it made me pause for a minute. Um, Steven said, That's Dynasty, tight. what do you give up for pits in a rebuild?
1: I don't I don't even want to buy pits. Like, man, Ray, is, be is too the price has still. the price gone it's, down? Nah, man. Has, people no, I ain't still want down. like three like,
0: first for him. Maybe <laughs> people still want ridiculous prices for him, and I'm not paying that for him. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'd rather no. I'd rather go get Mark Andrews, even in a rebuild. I, I'm, I'm not. Paying, Mark Andrews is probably cheaper. I'm Straight not paying up. three first-round picks for Kyle Pitts, man. Like I can't. In some leagues,
1: that. Mark Andrews is probably cheaper. Yeah. Which is just somebody insane. said,
0: "Give me more." Don't trust the picks. I get I, it. I get it. I get it. This was that was a tough question. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right, Dynasty. Y'all are talking Dynasty. You want more Dynasty news? So we're gonna give you more Dynasty fantasy football content. Um, this is somebody who's uh, an addition who's gonna be a, a key cog to the DD umbrella to machine the machine that we are building because right now on our podcast channel Jay, we do not have like a dynasty a signature dynasty show like i look at my guys do not the pod father you know mind the mansion like that's the signature show on player profiler man you watch them you want to see who matt kelly's having all right like a signature dynasty show dynasty strategy trade values just hour plus content of straight dynasty and Uh, I reached out to to this individual last week, and we talked about it, and he's one of the sharpest, legitimately, dynasty minds in the game. Dynasty participates in high-stakes leagues, winning them. Uh, He's built his own brand up from nothing to something. It's my brother from another mother. I love him, and this uh, graphic just embodies who he is as a person (laughs) it It just embodies who he is this was not me people this This is all him this This is is all jay rich but starting on mondays i don't know if it's going to be this coming monday or the following monday but we've got a new host of the destination debbie dynasty podcast one of the best in the game scott connor is on the team baby scott connor is on the team Woo! dynasty and chill make sure you tap out scott connor we are excited as hell to get scott on the team here at DD. he will be dropping a show and doing it his way it's his show whatever he wants to do however he wants to do it scott connor partnering up with destination Devi. literally one of the best the absolute the best. best in the business Rocking with the double Ds, rocking with Destination Devi. Scott Connor,
1: what's up, baby? Jay, how you feeling about this? About this hire, bro? I I told you, and I I told Scott this when I congratulated him um, once the deal was done. Like when you told me that there might be a possibility, I told you go get him. Like. It, Scott has been in our community, and they already love him in the Heisman chat, and and even in the other areas of the community. Like this is just a hand in glove fit. We both love Scott. We think he's gonna do an amazing job. Like he's just the perfect guy to lead this ship. Absolutely.
0: It's going to start out okay. So here's the thing. I told him all he has to do is a pod. You know, Sc- Scott is a simple man. If you if you can't tell by the picture, Scott is a simple man. <laughs> Scott is a simple man. You know what I'm saying. Um, but if Scott wants to go on YouTube and do it, if y'all want Scott on YouTube, tell me right now, Scott, we want you on YouTube. He can record it. We will put it on YouTube. His theory, his process. Leave it put, in the comments. Leave it in the for comments. For the comment if, and, and if Scott sees enough of y'all say, please bring the content to YouTube, it will be on YouTube. But what I told him is, all he's got to do is audio. So podcast feed, uh, make sure you subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast feed. But if you want Scott to record himself and talk through it, on youtube let us know i'm sure we can um we can the, the ink is still i, wet. I could go s- smerge it off and then we could switch it so let us know in the comments joe wants it live joe's all about that live youtube life we can do it man if scott wants to do it damn it bring him on live i don't care man <laughs> i don't he's gonna have his headphones on with the microphone and using group yeah. but we can do it live <laughs> if scott wants to do it live but we appreciate y'all tapping in uh this week to the content Uh, I'm excited for this weekend of football, man, college football. We got some good games on, uh, this Saturday, uh, Sunday. I am going to be doing a mid evening reaction show. So make sure you come back on Sunday in between after like the afternoon games or towards the end of the afternoon games, uh, before the Sunday night football game, I'll be on live and we're just going to be talking about like instant takeaways, from the NFL, so come back to the channel live on Sunday afternoon. I don't know what time it will be, Jay, but we'll put it on. We in talked about around like around six thirty Eastern, yeah, six thirty Eastern, Eastern time, time. five thirty my time. Just we'll go seven live. About, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that.
1: So five thirty RST, baby. Yes, there we go. Wait, what is RST? Ray standard time for people who aren't aware. If I say the show's going to start um, at
0: 5.30, it'll start at 5.33. CP time, man. But (laughs) we appreciate y'all tapping in. We love y'all. Hit the like button. Subscribe for the content. Uh, More stuff, more gas, more people, more announcements, more love, more life, man. Y'all enjoy yourselves this Friday. Have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Make sure you wake y'all ass up with Ray G on Monday or Sunday afternoon. We out of this thing. Peace. Peace.